Welcome. You've turned into Rockstar Millennial Spotlight, featuring Katherine Spitznagel, professional coach, speaker, and author of the book, Rockstar Millennials, Developing the Next Generation of Leaders. On this show, we'll feature millennials who represent this high-energy, creative, and entrepreneurial generation, and spotlight Rockstar Millennials who are living their purpose, helping others, and making a difference right where they are. Please join me in welcoming our host, Katherine Spitznagel. Hi, this is Katherine Spitznagel with Rockstar Millennial Podcast, and we are excited today to have our, uh, a new guest with us, one I've been waiting for you to meet, Miss Lindsay Kirk. Welcome, oh, Lindsay. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And you have such a fun uh, business, so and it, very unique. And Thank so you. tell us a little bit about uh, who you are and what you do. Well, I'm Lindsay Kirk, and my business is called Lindsay the Ladysmith. I'm a metalsmith and jewelry designer um, based out of Oriana, Illinois, and I I make jewelry. Yes, and you are a ladysmith. Tell us about that, because that's a little bit unusual. Yeah, Uh, so I went to school at Gem City College for metalsmithing and jewelry design, so I make jewelry using fire and anvils and like a small scale forge type of deal and a lot of melting and, and stone setting and so many ancient techniques. And yeah, so it's a little different than just like stringing some beads on a, on a string. And yeah. And a lot more creative. You've just got, you've got a thought a minute, you know, it seems like every day I get something new from you that you've uh, created. And even just this year, you said, you know, here's, Here's something I've been working on. I was going to hold it, but I couldn't wait. So here. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. That happens yeah. a lot. <laughs> I love that. I love that you're so excited about uh, what you do. So what intrigued you about uh, metalsmithing and doing that as a woman? Because it's predominantly a male-dominated field. It is. I was actually the only girl in my entire metalsmithing class. Yeah. Um, or well, program, the whole program, there were seven and I was the only girl. And, um, so I used to sell jewelry on the playground when I was little. So like friendship bracelets and stretchy beaded bracelets. Mm -hmm. And, um, my mom was also an artist, so she would let me sell some jewelry on her table at the craft shows or at our rummage sales. I would set up a table and, and sell whatever I felt like making And then that kind of dwindled off because I got into music in high school and thought that I was going to be a professional singer and (laughs) uh, (laughs) then changed my mind. And um, uh, one of I, well, when I was in a band, I was the lead singer in a blues band. So I was collecting really cool jewelry to wear on stage and I was buying a lot from Etsy and um, it got to the point where nothing was matching the descriptions on the website anymore. And I got this ring that was like a plastic mermaid glued to a band. And it was not at all what I thought I was ordering. And a friend was like, why don't you just make one yourself? I was like, I can't make metal into the shape of a mermaid. And she's like, why not? I'm sure there's places that would teach you. So within like a one week span, I Googled jewelry schools found Gem City College in Quincy. Um, my parents took me to check it out. We applied, I moved. And that was that. <laughs> and that was the end of it. And what I love about that story, a lot of things I love about that story, you know, entrepreneurial, 
that took a lot of courage uh, to do that. Um, you're creative and, and talented, both uh, musically and, and artistically in your design. Um, but you're like, yeah, why not? Why yeah. can't I be a metalsmith? And then you weren't at all um, deterred when you got there and it was all men. You're like, okay, let's do this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. And well, I, just, I had already moved by then, so there was no turning back. <laughs> no turning back, yeah. And uh, the quality of work that you do, it's it's beautiful work. Uh, but because you, you're you hand making each piece, it's beautiful quality too. And I think that is something that you saw that was missing. Thank you. you know, in the market. Um, and I love that you used to do it with your mom and, and um, yeah, sell jewelry on the, on the playground. That entrepreneur was there. Yes. Oh, that's, that's so, fun. <laughs> so that's a little bit about how you got started. So thank you for that. Mm -hmm. um, but tell us, you do, you do an awful lot of the, well, you do all the creative, um, and then you're also manufacturing. Um, you still have some some hobbies and things you like to do. You're still a, a talented vocalist. How do you blend all of these different bits of your your life? Um, well, I wish I had hobbies. I don't, every time I think that I'm going to go do something for fun, I end up back in my jewelry studio just trying a different technique. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have much outside of my studio that I'm currently interested in. I do need to get out of the house more, but, uh, um, well, I've, I've done a lot of, a lot of things. I've tried so many things in my life. Like I, when I got out of high school, I thought I was going to be a photographer and then I changed my mind and I thought I was going to study religion and then I changed my mind and then I thought I was going to be a baker and then I thought I was going to be a potter and all these different artistic things that were just fun to try. Mm -hmm. um, and I did have a storefront too with my mom for five years in Mount Zion where um, it was in an old grade school turned into an art center. So we were in a, a classroom and it was a lot of fun because I could sell my jewelry, but also we got to play and make all these other things because we needed to fill our space. Mm -hmm. So we did a lot of painting and, and just, it was a lot of fun. Um, so I guess that's kind of how I've blended a lot of different a, things. A lot of, yeah. And a lot of creative things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which I love. And the fact that you could even entertain being a vocalist and being, you know, a baker and being a painter and all of those things tells me you have, you know, you have skills and interest. So you're, you're multifaceted, uh, yeah. which, uh, which <laughs> I enjoy too. So tell us, um, I think I hear a purpose uh, in your voice, in what you do. How do you feel like you're, you're living your purpose? Hmm. Well, I don't, I'm really passionate about small businesses, and I always have been. Um, I took a speech class in high school, and it was, well, actually, I think it was debate class, and I did a presentation on why you should shop small businesses versus large box stores. And I ended up crying during the presentation because I was just so passionate about it. <laughs> I was Aww. giving all these statistics. So I was like, do you realize how important it is to, to support other people's dreams? <laughs> so, um, and ever since then, and we've, I've always had connections with our Decatur small businesses. And so once I started my own shop, mm -hmm. I, I've been a huge advocate and cheerleader for other small businesses. And um, 
I, I really think it's important that we have the discussions that we have been brainwashed to not talk about like money and the business behind the scenes and, mm-hmm. and things that you're, you're not really supposed to discuss. So trying to um, be open and transparent about those kind of topics with other small businesses feels like one tiny piece of advice could change the life of another business owner. Like there was a a time a couple months ago where I, someone said that the uh, IRS shut them down because they didn't have the money to pay their sales taxes for two months in a row. And I reached out and I was like, I don't know if you know this, but you can set up a savings account through your point of sale system and just put your taxes back so that you're never trying to get it out of pocket. It's always saved. And she's like, I never would have thought about that. And, and she opened back up and started doing that. And she was like, that changed the entire trajectory of my business. That's something I never have to worry about again. So just like little advocating for your fellow small businesses and sharing advice, I feel like is one of my big goals to help others. Um, Purpose. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's part of your purpose there. Yeah. Yeah. Now I, where do you see that you're making a difference? You're obviously making a difference with other small business owners and helping them and encourage them um, along the way. You've got a lot of great experience that you can talk about um, that you did have a storefront and you've, you've lived that Uh, you've done lots of different kinds of um, art and you've lived that and evolved to where you are. Um, when you think about your jewelry and and the beautiful work that you do, where do you see that you're you're making a difference? Hmm. I would have to say it's probably more my connection with my customers mm-hmm. um, and being able to help people get. Well, there was a gift that someone reached out to me to give to somebody else recently, and it was a really special gift for one of her friends who had passed. Her son had passed away, oh. and she reached out and she's like, my friend's son passed away and I want to give her this special gift. And um, so I made this really intricate charm necklace for her and, and the lady ordering it sent me a charm she wanted on it and a card to give to the friend. And I also threw in a keychain for the husband and, and a, a note and just making relationships with people Mm-hmm. making sure they know that they're cared about outside of just their immediate circle is, is really important. And um, I think that's part of it. And then on a more like tangible level, I do a lot of fundraising for dog rescues. Yes. So this past year we were able to donate $3,000 worth of both uh, money donations and supply donations combined which was a really big deal for mm-hmm. like just a tiny little one person business. Right. That <laughs> That's a lot. That's a yeah. lot to be able to, to donate. Yeah. And you know how generous of you to take that from your livelihood. Cause this is your livelihood. It is. Yes. And that it, it takes a lot of jewelry making to yes. make $3,000. Yeah. It, oh, it's a lot of jewelry. <laughs> yeah. lot of jewelry. I try yeah. to keep my stuff affordable and available for everyone. So like my average price is like 50 bucks. So it is a lot of, that's, <laughs> a lot of, a lot of work. Yes. So yes. good on you. Yes. My so husband's what? also in, in school for supply chain management. So I've been able to um, hold our homes, our homestead. Uh, we don't have a homestead, our home. <laughs> um, 
afloat while he mm-hmm. he quit his job at ADM and is just a full-time student now. So I've been able to send him to school and take care of everything just with my little jewelry business too. Yeah, which is which is probably the thing I'm most proud of. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say there's an awful lot to be proud of there that you yeah. can support your family and him going to school and supply chain is such a great business to be in. You would know, in. yes. yes. <laughs> I know about that. And yes. it is. And there's a lot of opportunity there. And it's also a very interesting uh, business. Uh, was yeah, and it will oh. always be around. <laughs> yes, it will be. It, it's going to change, but it will always be around. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So what? Uh, tell us what's next for you, Miss Lindsay. Oh, gosh. I don't know. We're we're anxiously awaiting my husband's graduation so that we yeah. can see what's on the horizon after that. Mm-hmm. Um, at, just for this year, I have some big sales goals and big donation goals for our, our dog rescues. And um, I'd like to do some some shows that like some art shows that are out of state, like do like a big yeah. travel to a big art show mm-hmm. out of state. But I I don't know. I'm still waiting for uh for him to be done with school to figure out what's next. What's next, yeah. But yeah. it's on the horizon. It's, yes. It's within it's months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is great. And that's been a long time coming. So good on both of you. Yes, yeah. thank you. So what encouragement do you have for others? Oh, okay. I wrote down some of my favorite like <laughs> advice and stuff. Okay, good. Uh-huh. So one big thing that changed my business was not being afraid to say no to things Mm. that don't represent what you want your business to be. So for example, like I don't do jewelry repair and I used to do a lot of it and it did not serve me well. It made me a nervous wreck to take in someone's like great grandma's piece of jewelry. And it was, uh, so once I started saying no, but having a reference for, I don't do that, but I know someone who does, here's their number. Wonderful. It completely changed everything and allowed me to focus on what I want my business to look like. So mm-hmm. that's like a business advice. And yeah. also just to mute the naysayers because the amount of times that I have heard things like, so that's a cute hobby. When are you going to get a real job? Uh-huh. Are, what do you really do? What mm-hmm. What is your money-making job? Mm-hmm. Um, just use it as fuel to get you to your next destination. Wonderful. And I met you at a founding females conference Um, and that, you know, just that conference itself uh, was such a shot in the arm Mm -hmm. uh, for me and for so many women uh, because it did spur us on. And that's part of what we talked about was, yeah, don't listen to these people. Yeah. They they don't know. Like a whole lot of things in one short day. And it was so great. (laughs) Yes. Wonderful. Well, thank you. Thank you for joining us, uh, Lindsay. Thanks for the work that you do every day, both the beautiful jewelry making, but also uh, what you do on the nonprofit side to help with uh, rescues. That's that's incredible, incredible work. So we're grateful for you. (laughs) And thanks to our listeners. Thanks for joining us today. Don't miss a podcast. You can hear us on rockstarmillennials.com, iTunes, and Apple Podcast. And until next time, Talk soon. To share your thoughts about this episode, subscribe to future podcasts. 
submit a discussion topic, or shine a light on a rock star millennial in your world, contact Catherine Spitznagel at rockstarmillennials.com and click on Contact Us. Oh, 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 o